Welcome back to my quarter life crisis, the 20 something podcast. Happy hump day. day. It's May. Shit. It's gonna be May. <laughs> what day? Wait, actually, what day is this? Please don't tell me it's May the 4th. No, it's not. May it's the, the day before. Be tomorrow. Yeah. And then Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Drinko. <laughs> You remember when people used, people used to say that all the time? Yeah, probably us included. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Do you remember the worst Cinco de Mayo experience we ever had? We tried to go to a Mexican restaurant and we went to what, like two or three before we found a place? Yeah, it was just like crazy. And then we Like I know for, like, white people minutes. really use that as an excuse to like eat Mexican food and drink margaritas, but it w- it took us forever to get somewhere and then when we finally did, it was like the worst service cuz they were so busy and I just remember being so thirsty the entire time and we we're just eating this like salty ass chips and I'm like, "Can I just get a single ice cube to suck on?" Is anybody there? Cinco de Mayo just always comes around and I'm like, "Oh, you know what? That does sound good." Mexican so, food? Yeah, it just like triggers me and I'm like, oh my God. I, then I just hyper fixate on it. I'm like, I really want fajitas now. I feel like I don't ever need a trigger. I If anything triggers me and then I'm like, oh, then I like have to have it. It's like me and Jimmy John's. I just <laughs> drive by and I'm like, oh, can I please? I'm kind of like that too, but I think that leads more to my unhealthy relationship with food where if I think about something, I just hyper fixate on it until I get it every day. It's just something new. <laughs> That's another story. What have you been up to? A whole bunch. Caroline, I'm not the same person anymore. I'm not the same person that you've known. Well, first of all, last week we went to South Carolina. We went to Myrtle Beach and it was super fun. The travel was a lot <laughs> because our first flight was at like, it like took off at 5.15 in the morning. And so in order to do all of that, we had to leave my house at like 2.45 in the morning. And I had worked like two 12-hour days before that and been out of town the weekend beforehand. So like getting everything ready, we were like scrambling. And so Preston just stayed up and I got like an hour and a half of sleep and we had to like wake the kids up in the middle of the night, but they they were really good. So we flew from DFW to Philadelphia, had like an hour and a half layover in Philadelphia and then flew to South Carolina. It, it was just long. Luckily, Finn slept like most of the flight, so it really like wasn't that bad. Viab was like such a champ because I have a Kindle Fire, so it's kind of like an iPad, and so we just like loaded it up with movies and shit. And she was like zoned in because my kids are not iPad kids, and so she was like, "This is the shit." And she just like sat there holding this little tablet <laughs> the whole time, like totally zoomed in. And then yeah, it was really cool. We stayed. Um, like at the hotel we stayed at, it was like it wasn't like geared towards families, I would say, but it was really family friendly. Just like a lot of different like options of like places to go and things to do. And my kids just like went balls to the wall. Vial's been to the beach before. And just like every once in a while she'll randomly ask, like, Can we go to the beach? Can we go to the beach? And she was just like having the time of her life. Was that Finn's first time to a beach? Mm. I mean Mexico. But like, oh, yeah, yeah. he was he literally was like twelve infant. weeks old. <laughs> I don't even know if I like made it. I don't think that I did. I don't think I made it to the beach at our wedding. I, I think, think I, I just like stopped either. at the pool and like the resort. <laughs> but yeah, he loved it too. They had like a lazy river, one of those pools that has like one of those like walk in, like kind of like mm-hmm. like gradients almost into it's the like water. The, the beach entry to the pool. 
kind of yeah so that was good and i mean there's not much else to describe i mean we were like pool pool we were like pool beach pool beach what's the vibe like in south carolina i've never been there i mean was it it like a southern vibe or not really florida vibe there wasn't like i guess it wasn't much of a vibe well i mean where we were there were lots of like palm trees so it was a little more like tropical but i i think it depends on like where you go you know like if you go into like a city i think it would be more southern vibes but where we were was like very much a beach town so it was Mm. like a little more tropical and like where we were it was like all like hotels and shit like that i mean everybody was really nice with it we were within walking distance of this ice cream shop like it had some of the best ice cream we've ever had in our lives we weren't anticipating it one night we were just like it's kind of an awkward time like we're not ready to go to bed but like i'm kind of done being outside like what can we do and so i saw that this ice cream shop was within walking distance and we went and it was incredible like i would go back for that no doubt but i would even go back to where we stayed like breakfast was included and it was like it was across the street, actually, like the breakfast place. It was kind of like a restaurant almost, and that was included. So yeah, I would definitely go back there. There's not much else to say about it because it was just kind of like everything that you would anticipate doing when you go to the beach. And then the travel back again, long. We went from Myrtle Beach to Fort Lauderdale. We had a 30-minute layover in Fort Lauderdale, so we were like busting ass to get to this next flight. And then we got home at like... We ended up getting back to my house because we had like a parking debacle. That's a word, right? <laughs> debacle. Yes. So we didn't end up getting home until like almost one. So we were like pooped. But it was a good time. My There's like this contest going on there where we stayed. And like whoever wins this like photo contest gets four nights free. And my mom had this picture of Via on the beach at sunrise. And she's like jumping in the sand. And so my mom entered that photo of her into the contest and she's a finalist and so you can vote for it for a month i'll put the link down below and whoever wins gets to go back for four nights shoot i'll be i'll be voting every day yeah it is a cute picture and then so yeah what was that you came back sunday or saturday Saturday. night yeah so then i'm just going on with my life as usual getting back to the grind and then what day is it tuesday my sister-in-law and i Last minute, get our hands on Jonas Brothers tickets. If you didn't know, the Jonas Brothers announced three like secret shows, one in LA, one in Dallas, and one in Baltimore. And you had to like register to get in line or like, yeah, like, like register to verified fan sale almost. But then it was like a lottery and then like mm-hmm. you had to get codes. And like the more that I think about it, the venue that it was at had a thousand max capacity and you could buy four tickets. So there literally could have only been like maximum 500 codes sent out, hmm. which is just crazy. And so we last minute got our hands on tickets. It was like this whole thing. It was literally the day before. Anyways, the day comes and I'm like, I have nothing to wear. I have no time to figure out what to wear, but like whatever. Because of course, like I want to be cute because there's always a chance that like Joe Jonas could like secretly have a thing for fupas and like, you know, there's like always something there. But at the end of the day, I was like, I'm going to be comfortable because I know that I'm about to just be like bopping around, you know? Anyways, we go and it was in the stockyards, which I thought was like kind of random. The venue looked like really small. Like I've never even seen it. I've never been there. I wonder who else would perform there. Just like small like yeah. country bands. Yeah. I just feel like you would assume that it would be in Dallas, but it was in Fort Worth. And so on 
this day, it was last Wednesday, it was supposed to rain like super hard that night. They were saying like tornado warnings and shit. And we were like, oh my God. And so we were worried that it was going to get canceled. But we were like, okay, we'll just, but you couldn't take umbrellas into the venue either. So we got ponchos last minute, took them with us. And so we get there. And I think that the rain actually worked in our favor because like two hours before we left, it like downpoured super hard. So I think that that got rid of whatever line was already there outside because it's all general admission, like it's all standing. So we knew there was going to be a line. And so we go with these ponchos and we get there and the line's like not that long. Like it's really not that bad. And so we just like took some white claws and we're standing in line and we're like, okay, I mean, we're just going to get comfy, whatever. So we're like hanging in line. We had about two, three hours and maybe like 30 minutes after we got into line, it starts like really moving. Not like a couple people got out, like it's moving. And we're like, what is happening? I guess the venue decided that the first like 300 people could like go inside and wait. And so we were definitely within the first 300 people. And so at least we were waiting inside and didn't have to worry about the weather anymore. So we're like, we should sell these ponchos for like $10 a piece. We're like, what suckers want these ponchos? Like, mean. And so when we get in line, just so happens to be right by the bar, we're just drinking, having ourselves a good old time, made friends with the girls behind us in line. One of these girls that was behind us in line said that this was her like 32nd concert of the year. And she was like, yeah, I think I have about like 50 more for the rest of the year. What the fuck? What? Is that her <coughs> sole hobby in life is just to go to concerts? I mean, it must be. Jesus Christ. So we're just having us like a grand old time, like vibing with the drinks and these girls behind us. And then as it gets closer, like the problem with the venue is they didn't have like a good line set up for like, because it, it was kind of too areas like the bar and then like the place we were waiting in line beforehand was separate from the stage area so we had to walk through these doors to get to the stage and obviously the doors were closed Mm. and so the line to get to where the stage was they did not have it set up very well and so since we were like low-key kind of towards the front we followed where the line was but then the more people that came in behind us they were kind of like going around another area and they were very much about to get like a good amount ahead of us even though they were a good amount behind us outside in line and so it's like 30 minutes before we go in and we're like nobody else is about to play these by the rules so like why should we low-key so like right before they open the doors we split up and i went to like the wrong part of the line and they open the doors and it's like rushing like this girl behind me was like i'm so sorry i'm not pushing you i'm being pushed and i was like it's okay i know luckily where i moved definitely did get us ahead of the game but i didn't feel bad about it because we genuinely were supposed to be ahead of these people and so we get in and it immediately just starts like filling up but we're like in like the third or fourth like quote unquote row but then i'm squished like a sardine i was like i'm kind of warm i'm kind of drunk i definitely should have peed before we came in here and i was like lord have mercy and so we're just like squishing and then at this point we had an hour until they went on and i was like if i stop drinking now i'm gonna get tired i have to have another drink to keep this going you know what i mean but we were like kind of in the middle and there was a bar to our left and so Luckily, all the people that we made friends with around us were so nice. And they were like, if you need to go to the bathroom, whatever, because they heard us like, I need a drink. I need a pee. And they were like, 
will like stand wide, try to hold your spots and like try to help you out. So we try to just like make a break for the left and just go like straight across and then we're going to like walk our way back and we get all the way to the left and there's these like mean ass bitches to the side and my sister-in-law Natalie is literally trying to explain like I'm just trying to pee like I'm not trying to get like cut in front of you or your spot like I'm just trying to get out and they literally like wouldn't let us out. It was so like what? I know like girly get over yourself i'm not trying to stand in front of you i'm trying to leave so we just had to like walk back to where we were and then we were like okay well maybe this is just our fate like maybe we're just gonna have to hold it and be like a little miserable because i have to pee so bad and so we had kind of just accepted our fate but then i was like natalie was like i'm not gonna make it like i have to pee and i was like i and i need another drink like i'm gonna get tired if i don't keep going and so you know how people like on snapchat they'll put like a black screen and then like hold up like those neon letters Mm -hmm. (laughs) i put up um will venmo for a drink and i was just like holding it up in this crowd and like pointing it towards people who were kind of close to the bar and i'm just holding up like just kind of being silly i didn't really think that someone was actually gonna do it and then like a little while later we see a phone up and someone has said how much and so (laughs) i did the price of the drinks because we had already bought some before. I did the price of the drinks plus $5 because he's like right there. And so I did plus $5. And then he held up, what do you want? And then I held up our order. And then he held up his Venmo like QR <laughs> yeah. code thingy. And so then kind of at the same time, the people that were behind us were like laughing and they kind of wanted to like help make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so all these like people behind us were like, okay, go to the bathroom. He's going to get your drinks, like, whatever. So they're, like, helping Natalie kind of go through the back instead of to the side. Like, all these people are helping, like, push her back. And as she's going back to the bathroom, she, like, scans this guy's Venmo code. And so he goes to the bar. She goes to pee. And then she, like, comes back. And then as she gets back, these people are, like, bringing our drink, like, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, passing it through the crowd our drinks oh my god and so then we get our drinks as she gets back and everybody around us is like clapping and laughing and it was like such like a good group effort it was so funny and i'm like who wants a drink before i take one like this is our drink we did this together like fucking stupid but drunk ass <laughs> it was just it was so funny like the way it happened i was like this is how you take life by the balls and make shit happen and be a resourceful bitch and so I was like, okay, yes, I'm chilling. And we got our drinks. And then they helped me go to the bathroom really quick before they came on. And I made it back. It was just like so funny before they even started like the vibes. And pretty much like a few minutes after I got back from the bathroom, they came on and they opened with What a Man Gotta Do, which if you know, was Via's song when she was a baby. Oh my God. And so it was just like, that song just hits home for me because of her. And we were so fucking close. We were so close. Oh my God. And it was just so good. Like I've seen the Jonas Brothers a handful of times, but I will never like get this experience again being in such an intimate setting. Like that will never happen again. Like not to like be dramatic, but low key, it was, it felt once in a lifetime, 100%. It was just 10 out of 10. It was immaculate. I hate you. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you, but like, I'm not, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm actually not. I know. Like I could have gotten tickets, but I was trying to be like, no, I need to save money. And then I'm like, I didn't realize it was like a small quaint venue. Yeah. 
Like, I thought I was like, oh, they're going to go to the AAC. Like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. That's what I get for trying to be an adult. It was just so insane. And, like, the emotions afterwards, because I was just, I was, like, kind of emotional, which sounds dumb, but it was just, like, everything that led up to it and, like, the people around us just making it fun and how, like, I feel like in my life, a lot of things usually, like, don't work out for me and it was just like everything went right for this to happen and it was such a good time there even like before the concert started and so I was just like so happy being there and then being so close and it just being so small was amazing and me and Natalie have been talking about it like all week and I was like not to be dramatic but I'm sad because I feel like I'll never like feel that again not happiness but just like the joy of that you know what i mean it was deep deep joe bro stan life um and then if you haven't seen it i have posted a tiktok of (laughs) one of the most embarrassing videos of myself quite literally ever i know better than to sing when i record videos but i was just like there was i didn't stand a chance and i have no words for this sound that came out of my mouth yeah, it was it was something. <laughs> when I edited it, I sent it to Natalie before I posted it, and she called me immediately, like crying, laughing, and she was like, "How did your body make this noise?" I was like, "I don't know. I really don't know. I didn't stand a chance without getting some kind of video like that." It was like a flute. It was like a recorder. It was like I was trying to like sound like hot cross buns. Yeah, I don't know what key you were in. It was. So- <laughs> Whatever, dude. Did any of them uh, make eye contact with you? I kind of feel like, yeah. (laughs) And they sang like some of the old songs too. So this girl made a sign. She was in the very front and it was like, will you sing a mystery song kind of? And so she had ABC and then had something, you know, over it. And so Joe took it. And the first one that he pulled off was Shelf, I want to say, which is like that album a little bit longer. was like still probably my number one album. So they sang shelf and then, but he didn't stop at that one. He ended up taking all three of them off. And then the second one was sorry. And then the third one, I forget what it was. I don't entirely remember, but. They sang the full songs or just like a little bit? They just did a little bit and it was kind of acoustic because they weren't planning on it. So like none of the other band was like prepared or like tuned for it. So Nick just kind of did it on his guitar and they sang it kind of acoustic just like little pieces of it but still that like some of those songs they really don't play Mm -hmm. and they're some of my favorite songs so that was like (laughs) kill me but it kind of worked out because we were contemplating going to new york in august for that show at yankee stadium because they've been marketing as like one night only five albums like taylor swift basically like all the eras I guess kind of, yeah. And it really is worth it when some of that old stuff that they don't play anymore is your favorite. The problem is it's the weekend after we go to Vegas. So we were like, how the fuck are we going to do this? Unless I went big, then I'm buying all this shit last minute. But they just came out with something this week that said they're going to continue the five album thing throughout their tour that starts this fall. Oh, so they're going back on tour. Yeah, for the new album. The album. Hmm. Hmm. New, that song walls have you heard it Mm-mm. i've seen like bits and pieces of it on tiktok and then they played it here i think it's gonna be one of my new favorite songs of all time it's fucking awesome wait is the album out no it okay. comes out in like not 
not this upcoming Friday, next Friday. I was going to say, I'm really like in my own world because I didn't know there was an album out. It's like a week or a week and a half at this point. But yeah, it's called The Album. It's like Waffle House. Mm -hmm. Waffle House, Wings. Yeah, that's all on the new album. Hmm. And I think Walls is going to be one of my new favorite songs. It was so good. So yeah, I'm just like a different person now. You're a lucky, lucky girl and good things are happening to you now. That's what I am. So I feel like my brain chemistry was like changed. Are you a glass half full now? <laughs> Shit, like that's going to keep happening? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it for me. That's just like my entire personality right now. And it is what it is. I'm going to keep posting about it. I'm going to keep talking about it. And if y'all get annoyed, sorry. You need to change your bio to like a Joe Jonas stan account. No, literally. <laughs> were any of the wives there or no? Was it just no. the Joe bros? Yeah. Yeah, the wives were at like the Madison Square Garden, like small little quote unquote residency that they did a few months ago. But no, these were so fast because the night before was LA. Oh. And then they went on like a late show that night. And then they only flew in that morning like they had only been in dallas for a few hours and then they did baltimore not the next day but the day after that so it was all within like five days and they had just been in like i want to say london a few days before i can't keep up hmm what about you anything (laughs) anything as exciting as that no comments (laughs) no comments from this side of the table (laughs) okay same old shit yeah yeah you seem a little unwell if i'm being honest with you why i just feel like you seem really stressed out no no well now the end of the month's over okay end of month is horrible because everyone wants to fund all their loans because that determines their bonus yeah and it's just a shit show so the past like seven days were just like overdrive central but we did it kind of ish ish two of them hit their bonus which is really good they both really needed it so but I had to put a lot of time into those, like, arguing with people on the phone, like, why can't we do this? That's the thing about mortgage. It's, like, a lot of, like, advocating and, like, fighting for your client because, like, you're fighting against the underwriter. Yeah. And so it's not, like, just, like, peaceful work. It's, like, I'm literally like, fighting my life away over here to save these loans. So it's a lot. But helps some more people get homes. It's, it's a good day. And I have three new hires starting tomorrow. Oh, wow. And I already had two new hires last month, so I have five new in like three weeks. I mean, that's good because I feel like I feel like I've been hearing and seeing a lot about people being laid off right now. So that's kind of I don't want to say like surprising, but like good news to hear about yeah, people being hired. Good. Yeah. It's only been seven months of hell, but yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's almost summer. It's almost the busiest time of the year. It's gonna get busier. Yeah, summer's the busiest. I mean, I knew that, but I just feel like every time I talk to you, I feel like it's like work and stress and like that concerns me that it's about to get even heavier for you. I'll be making money. (laughs) You can do a lot when you're making money. Trust me. It's like if I stay awake two hours longer, I know I can get these three loans in and it's like, I'm not going to say a dollar amount, but that's going to help my employees a lot. Helps me less than them. (laughs) It still helps. Yikes. But no, yeah. Everything it's moving and grooving. Okay. I went to go with my dad's fiance wedding dress shopping yesterday. You did? I did. She found a dress. She said yes. She said yes. They're getting married this year? They're getting married in October. Mm. We went to this place. I've never heard of it. It was in 
Richland Hills. It was like an off the rack sort of situation. So like the dresses they have are like all they have and you just buy them like how they are, but they're all like discounted. So she she bought this dress. Let me see it in her photo. And it's a very nice dress and it was literally like $600. Oh. All their dresses are less than like two grand. Which is like, yeah, you can get that at David's too. But like a lot of these dresses are like designer dresses. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely, well, I can't describe it because my, oh, my dad yeah. might listen. But it looks more than that for sure. Because it's just very detailed. Yeah, it's very detailed. Like the entire thing. Wow, pretty. Um, I could never wear yeah. that. LOL. Yeah, she tried on some other dresses and I'm like, listen, <laughs> if I had your body, I'd be wearing like skin tight, like see my entire figure. Like, yeah. Like, please don't wear, like, a ball gown. Like, come on. No. That's really pretty. It was very interesting, but they made us take our shoes off. And I'm like, what the hell? We had to take our shoes off and bring our own socks. Interesting. I was like, (laughs) I mean, I'm down because I'm, like, I'm, like, a no-shoes kind of gal. Like, if I didn't have to wear shoes most of the time, I honestly wouldn't. It's (laughs) just peculiar. It is. Like, I don't, I can't think of any other business where you walk in, they're like, okay, take your shoes off before you proceed. I'm trying to think of why. Well, they keep their dresses there and, like, um, it's almost like tulle. It's, like, it's not plastic. It's Uh it's some type of mesh, like, bag. Uh So, like, I guess. Almost like a cloth garment bag? Yeah, yeah, it's cloth. And it's, like, it's more tulle than it is, like, cotton, you know? So, it's, like, if... I guess they don't want your shoes rubbing on it. I don't know. She th- she said that they used to allow people to bring champagne, but then since they're not plastic bags, it like ruins some dresses. And it's like, right. I guess their margins are so small. They're like, we're not going to risk it. Like you're taking your damn shoes off. Wow. But it was really interesting. I would definitely go there if I wasn't um, plus size. <laughs> <laughs> if I was like a skinnier girl, I mean, they had stuff. That could have fit me, but I'm like, mm. yeah. And the lady's like, I guess I'll be seeing you soon. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You probably have like three dresses I could try on. Like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> That's just one of those things. Like, if you're thicker or honestly bigger than like a size 12, like planning something like that, that can like, because trying on wedding dresses can be like really emotional in more ways than one so it's like you gotta set yourself up for success like do the research and know like where you're gonna go and have a positive experience because they can offer you something yeah no it's definitely a factor it's kind of stressful to be honest if you're not like a size 12 yeah or i should say like an eight because dress sizes are like way bigger or smaller it's like you're a US two pant, you're like a size six or four dress. So yeah. it's like it already makes you feel like shit. You're like, oh, I'm a size twenty. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely stressed out about that. But I think that's just like the fat trauma. <laughs> Cause you know, like when you're not skinny, it's like if you go shopping, you're like, oh, I'm not sure if they're gonna have anything my size or not. So it's kind of like that whole like shopping in person is miserable. Yeah. Like I that I hardly ever shop in person like if there's something that i know that i need an outfit for like i'm looking online months in advance because i know one my selection is just going to be harder but two i'm literally going to have no selection in person so i'm just like scouring the internet for as much as time beforehand as i can yeah besides like old navy and target besides that you're like eh, we'll see 
Like any boutique, yeah, no. It's no. like you go in there, it's like size small and size medium and size large, which is actually what the size medium should have been. Right, yeah. So I'm definitely stressed about that. But like this place that we're going to is the biggest, I guess, bridal store in DFW. So I'm mm. like, y'all better have some selection here. And their website says they have like the full size range. I think double zero to size 34. So like oh wow, there will definitely be things for me to try on, but it definitely is stressful because like i just think back to when i went shopping for prom dresses and it was Mm -hmm. like the most traumatizing thing in my life and i'm like i went to countless places both times i went to prom countless places but the thing is when we went to prom i went to david's to look and there was nothing but like nowadays they're very big on prom david's is popping and Mm -hmm. they're size inclusive Mm -hmm. so i'm like if I could have gone to prom with Davis as an option. And some of them are really cute. Yeah, and they're actually pretty affordable. And yeah, they're like 300 400 bucks, which may sound expensive, but we know people Not that for- had commas in their dresses. I did. Because you did? There was lit- that was the only dress I found that I could wear. Wow, that's stressful. Yeah, so I'm um, excited, but also anxious. <laughs> you know, speaking of prom, that was in my Facebook memories today. Damn, in April? Yeah, but it was like you posted it. Like it was like I was tagged and you posted it. So that's why it was in my memories. Hmm. I guess that makes sense because there's only like one month left of school. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, there's so much stuff coming up. You're telling me. I'm driving to the LBK on Thursday. That's like five hours. Yikes. But I'm not driving it alone like I used to. Oh, how times have changed. (sighs) For real. Y'all are driving it together not to go see him. Speaking of concerts, Drake added more tickets oh and I'm God. still not going. Why? The cheapest tickets are legitimately $600 apiece. You said you would spend $1,000 per ticket. Okay, well, I came to my senses and I don't want to be in credit <laughs> card saying, debt. That's what you said. No, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I don't want to have a credit card bill. Like, I'm for real done. It's too much. $600 a piece? Yeah, so at least $1,200 plus. You know how Ticketmaster adds on all those bullshit fees. So uh-huh. it's like there's... It'd probably be fifteen hundred. Yeah, like, mm. and that's like the cheapest ones. Like, you can't get nosebleeds for like one or two hundred. I'll look again, but oh, and then the dates that he did add, we're gonna be in Mexico. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Drake. I guess I'm not meant to see you. So like, it looks like I'm not gonna be going to a concert until 2025. <laughs> you wouldn't go to the Jonas Brothers with me in the fall. Depends when it is. October, November, December. I mean, <laughs> that's a very I mean, broad like if, time if frame. You're, if you were here and available, you wouldn't yeah. go? No, no, I would. Okay. Well, the Jonas Brothers tickets- They're way more reasonable. They've always been reasonable. Yeah. Like, what's the most we spent? 200 to 300 a ticket? Oh, no. I was thinking 150 Oh, really? Yeah. Even when we were, like, pretty close up, besides the time that we got scammed. Remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that we saw them with Taylor. Uh-huh. I totally forgot that. We saw them then. Did we see them two other times? Yeah. No, that was the same time at American Airlines. Hmm. thought I've seen them more than that. I don't know. Oh, but I was going to talk about Coachella and I got distracted. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of uh, concerts and things I would never want to do to myself, <laughs> you know the funniest thing Eric said to me today is, he was like, we should go to that stage cella. <laughs> stage cella? Oh, my God. I was like, babe, it's stagecoach. <laughs> He's like, oh. It's the well. same place as Coachella. <laughs> he got it halfway right. <laughs> I literally could not be paid money to go to Never. Stagecoach or Coachella. Never. It's 104 degrees. You're in a desert. There's like You have to walk miles on yeah. miles on miles. There's like no transportation to get there. 
the Ubers are like $500. It's just I literally saw, I think it was Laura Lee. I don't know if it was a TikTok or a vlog, but it was something and it was her and Manny leaving Coachella to go to just like another party. Neon Carnival. Yeah, Neon. And they paid $250 for an Uber to take them essentially down the fucking road. I just could never find it in my heart and soul to do that to myself. I don't think that I would make it out alive. I just don't. Like, I don't get the hype. Like, when it's the summer here and I go to Walmart and I'm like, I'm loading my groceries, I come home and I'm like, I need a nap. Like, imagine. No, like, heat does something to me. Like, I'm really not myself when it's hot. (laughs) I'm really not. And having to be outside well the other thing is it's the desert so like in the day it's like 100 and then once the sun goes down it's like 40 or 50 degrees yeah so people are literally like wearing layers you know like sweatshirts around them so during the day you're even fucking hotter because you have this extra layer on you but you have to because at night you're gonna be chilly especially because you have sweat all over you from the like earlier part of the day you're even colder hell no this sounds like my hell on earth so yeah. many people did not go this year. Like a lot of people didn't like go. Like influencers or celebs? Influencers. Hmm. Even celebrities. Vanessa Hudgens, the fucking Coachella queen, she didn't go. Oh, I think she was filming something. Remy Bader didn't go. Well, that's not surprising. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying like Remy was like huge with Coachella last year, like hosting things and like interviewing mm-hmm. like and she literally was like, it was miserable. She's like, I'm never going back. She said the same thing. <laughs> like you couldn't pay me. But now <laughs> she's on fucking Tar Island shit i want to be there that trip looks lit as hell someone said that they rented out like prince's Princess. estate yes dude like his purple driveway like one of the themes i think it was last night was purple rain like and fucking everybody is there it's so random like uh-huh. everyone is there stassi baby stassi remy brianna chicken fry alex earl duh alex earl but now she's home but everybody else is still there emily um fucking what's her name who just got her boobs done the um the twins beth ann and kaylee the one that's like what's going on Hmm. they're twins they're both there like it's everyone but it's the most random just mixture of people oh and then what's her face the one that she's married to an nfl football player they're there the cooch k-u-c-h really yeah they're there he posted a thing it was like day three on tart island and he was like doing dumbbell curls with like an eye mask on i haven't seen that see it's just like the weirdest mixture but like it kind of looks like the most unhinged brand trip that i've seen in a long time like, they look like they're having fun everyone looks fucking plastered at all times and i feel like a lot of brand trips kind of try to be a little more like put together mm-hmm. like a little more professional it's like spring break times 10 over there i just don't understand the financials of tart how i know i know people i keep seeing online they're like what type of like backdoor like money laundering is tart doing because how have you financially recovered from dubai these trips are like insane yeah like how do you have a profit after all this tart has been stunting on these hoes with the brand trips I mean, I guess the Tarte Shave Tape is really just holding them down because that's really the only like... I think that's part of it. I think is the Tarte Shave Tape Luminous. Mm. I don't know if that's what like the trip is centered around, but I think that's a newer thing that's kind of like part of what's getting them there. It's just truly crazy. It's just one of the twins. I think it was Kaylee. She was like, this was the life I meant to live. I was like, me too, bitch me too sign me up but not for the coachella part they're kind of like alex earl they're graduating like next week too and they they like 
had to go do finals and then like hopped on a plane right after some of their finals. Like I need an update. Did Alex Earl like finish her classes? (laughs) Like is she going to graduate or not? Because if you look at her Instagram, it's like she's never in Miami. Well, she posted last night that she was banging out like two essays and shit on a Saturday night. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm surprised she doesn't just pay someone to do all of it for her at this point. She might some of it. It's craziness. What else? Sophia Richie's wedding. Oh my God. The flowers. Holy shit. I saw a wedding. Um, I don't know, like a luxury wedding specialist. She was like, I've done big weddings like this before. Like, let me give you a rundown yeah. like, of the cost. It's insanity. It's, it's like Maddie Pruitt's wedding. Like the amount that they spent on florals there. I'm like, what in the, what in the hell? I really didn't subscribe to much of Sophia's wedding. What do you mean? I just didn't really care, so I didn't really, like, consume anything. But I also feel like not a lot was, like, pushed towards me. It was pushed my way. (laughs) I mean, everybody's been talking about it. I personally guess I just don't understand, like, why people care that much. It's a a complete rebrand of who she was. It's kind of like Sophia Richie. We didn't hear anything really about her post Lord Disick. Yeah. And, like, when she was with him, it was, like... Kind of like the King Kylie vibes, like just overdone, you know, that whole era, like the makeup's crazy. The outfits were like, and like, honestly, I haven't even seen her since they broke up. I didn't even realize she was engaged. Right. And then you see her and you're like, damn, she looks like a classy bitch now. It just seems a little like, I don't want to say like manipulated, but like she just kind of came out of the woodwork, created a TikTok and then started like pushing all of this stuff about her wedding. That's a, right that's a marketing campaign. I know, but like it makes it seem slimy to me. Why? It's a rebrand. People do it all the time. It's genius, honestly. But then like, I don't know. Maybe we just didn't pay enough attention beforehand, but I think it's just like, it just seems like you're trying to make a buck off of your wedding rather and like that just seems like kind of icky. And it's just like, if she was doing that beforehand leading up to just like everything, like influencing or like what the fuck ever, like being like a fashion person or like a designer girly, whatever, maybe she is all of those things, but it was like, that wasn't kind of what she was known for. And then now all of a sudden that her wedding is happening, she's like, like pushing this narrative and like overexposing everything that she's doing. And it's like, you're obviously just trying to make money off of this. And like, I don't know. I think she always posts stuff, but I don't think she, if she had a TikTok, I don't know if she posted a lot on it. She but, did it. She just made it. But I mean, like, if you look at her Instagram, she's been posting. But I think it's just like, you're getting married in what, the south of France? It's like. You know that Pussy PSA guy was there? Octopus lover? Yeah. What's the connection there? I think he's friends with someone on the groom's side. He has, like, Hollywood connections. Like, he's not just, like, a Joe Blow from, like, Arkansas. No? No. And that's what we've been led to believe, but he's not. Like, he has connections. Like, that was just so weird. (laughs) I know. I was like, what the? How the hell are you here? I really don't like that. Anytime I scroll and it's like, pussy PSA, I skip it. I like his skits. You know, like, people leaving comments Mm -hmm. and him doing those. I like those and I tune in, but I just cannot stand. Pussy PSA. I don't think I follow him, but I, I don't was follow him, but I get shocked when I saw him there. I very much support the Sophia Richie rebrand. It's right up my alley. I mean, good for her, for sure. I think she looks stunning. The natural vibes look way better on her. I did see that she got her implants taken out. Yeah. So. It's really it's really coming around, everybody. The timing of that seems kind of funny, too, that the 
Kardashian's trailer dropped and Kylie's talking about like we Body need to have standards. a conversation about the beauty standards that we're setting. It was just like it's like y'all are just gonna take everything back now. Like everybody, like all of y'all with influence and power, you're all just like getting together and collectively deciding, eh, we're just gonna take it back. That's I don't how know I if feel. it's that way. I think it's just more like as we had our episode. It's just a, like it's a cycle. It's crazy how like you it's like one minute everybody wants like the fattest ass and then the next minute it's like, oh my god, you have a waist? Like, ew. <sighs> and it's like, oh, if you're not taking Ozempic, like what are you doing? It's like whiplash i mean i know but it's hard not to feel like they feel like everybody else is starting to look like us so now like we want to look different you know what i mean and at the end of the day people have bodily autonomy autonomy they can look and do and whatever they want to their own bodies and what people choose to follow and subscribe to like that is your own choice at the end of the day but i think to each their own I'm not going to do anything different with my body because the Kardashians do it. Nope. I don't know. I'm just not the one to get on a jet and go get a PBL because Khloe Kardashian has one. Well, I don't even know if she does have one anymore. I th- I think she does. It's just smaller. But I don't know. Whatever. To each their own. You do with your body what you want. Do you feel like they should have... Maybe we talked about this on that one episode, but do you feel like they like have the responsibility to disclose like that they've had you know BBLs or whatever done? I don't think they should have to give their whole medical history. I don't think they act like they haven't had work done because even Kylie made that comment like, I wish I would have never done this stuff to my body. So it's not like a secret per se. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's really it's so personal to like talk about things that you've done to your body. I don't really think it's even if they're celebrities. I'm like, they're still a human like. Yeah, I don't think that they should have to necessarily be like, I got a nose job on September 2000 and 2001 and then I got a BBL. You yeah. know, it's like, mm, it's a little bit private. I agree with that. My only issue is that Kim for a long time said that she didn't get anything done. And it was like, yes, you have. <laughs> yes, the fuck you have. Like crickets. And that was like literally only up until like a year or two ago. And she's still kind of like holding on to like, I didn't get certain things done that Mm -hmm. she very much did. That's what feels wrong to me. It's like, I don't think you necessarily need to disclose everything that you've done, but like, don't like boldface lie. That's just so, it's Hollywood though in general. It's like J-Lo saying that she's only used (laughs) olive oil on her face. Like, no, you haven't. Like, girl, that's not how gravity works. Like gravity pulls your face down and no. you have lines in your face. Like I you've agree. had injections. That's what I'm saying. Those are kind of one of the same to me. Like we know that that's not it. And, and you don't have to disclose that to us. Like you don't owe us that necessarily. But like you do owe us just not lying to our faces. Especially yeah. when you're out here trying to sell these products. Yeah, the JLo stuff was messy. I'm like, girl, <laughs> let's not act like your skincare is what made your face look the exact same as it did 30 years ago. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. It's like, was it your skincare or was it olive oil? Which one? Crickets. Was it Botox? Was it Juvederm? Did you see James Charles's um, beauty brand was announced? Yeah, what is it? Paint? Paint something? I literally could not even tell you. I'm like, well, it's a little bit late, bud, but okay. Oh, my God. As we're recording this... We think Jaclyn Hill's wedding might have been yesterday. I hope. I need some content. Let me look. Let me pull her Insta up right now. I hope there's like a 30 minute long YouTube video after this wedding. I need to see it all. Nothing. Because she posted a couple days ago and she's like, 
bye. Time to go get married. Yeah. But I'm sure they're waiting on like their um photographer pics to come back. But like, damn, post something. I know. I'm like, do you have everybody at your wedding on an NDA? Like there is not a single photo. Yeah, I just went to her tags too to see and there's nothing there. Damn. That'll be interesting to see. Talk about money. Stupid money. It's like I would do anything to be a fly on the wall at that wedding. Like, can I please see the budget? Like, please. I won't tell anybody, please. So I saw this. I think it was um, Tea Spill. It was like recommended to me on YouTube the other day. So I watched it and it was about Jaclyn Hill's Cozy brand that we talked about before. So it kind of seems like she might be trying to like dissolve Cozy really quietly because, you know, the whole issue with the name Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So Cozy's number one item was the throw blanket. I forget what it's called. It's like the number one item and it's always sold out. And so they just restocked it like a few weeks ago. But the new tag that's sewn into the throw says whatever the blanket's called by Jacqueline Roxanne, which is her jewelry line. Mm. And so Jacqueline also has a website where you can buy like her favorite products, mostly all of her brands on one site. And in that site, she had all of the brands listed like Jacqueline Cosmetics, Jacqueline Roxanne, and Cozy. Mm-hmm. Well, so now I'm not, I don't exactly remember if cozy was taken off or if it was still left on but the throw blankets have their own section now which like Hmm. why if it's like a part of cozy like why do the throw blankets have to have their own specific section especially when it like kind of doesn't seem like it's under a specific brand right now and she hasn't addressed anything of the cozy stuff so far so people are kind of speculating if she's trying to like quietly dissolve the brand and she's keeping the throw blanket because that's very much like her most lucrative product from that line she's trying to save that one so she can continue making money off of it but just like under a different name so Mm -hmm. that if she does go to court or whatever it's like this blanket has nothing to do with cozy and if you go to the cozy instagram page every post with the blanket is gone it used to have like 21 posts on the cozy insta page and now it's down to 15 and the youtube video that she posted when cozy was launching Mm -hmm. That video, the part about the blanket is now scrubbed out. Like they went back and took that out of the video. So like she's like quietly doing some shady shit. What in the world? What she just like continues to do. It's like, girl, people notice stuff. Like she just does not know how to help herself whatsoever. She needs some better uh, business counsel around her. She just keeps getting herself in these predicaments. Well, and she like addressed this thing with Jacqueline Roxanne. I guess there's this jewelry line that Jacqueline like really liked and there was like this specific necklace that Jacqueline's worn for a long time and I think this necklace was like $800 and so Jacqueline Roxanne came out with one like super similar and it was obviously like way cheaper I want to say like 50 to 75 bucks Mm -hmm. and so people are giving her a hard time for copying and she addresses that but she hasn't addressed any of the cozy stuff so people are like you're very purposefully ignoring this which we all know there must be an open lawsuit there's no other reason she wouldn't talk about it i don't know but i think that's public information i think you well maybe if they're in arbitration arbitration's it's private it's like when you go see a mediator and like you can settle out of court because then it's not public that's probably what she does Maybe. But like what? She can't make... Like why can't she make a dupe? I want a dupe. I don't want to pay $800 for a necklace. The fuck? And that, the comments were kind of 50-50 because some people were giving her a hard time. But then some people were like, can you make a dupe of this necklace? Like, Here's the Christian Dior. Can you make this one too? Thank you. They were like, can you like 
find some inspiration from this necklace i don't know i see both sides i don't i don't blame her i like a dupe a dupe 800 fucking dollars for a necklace come on that's crazy come on crazy oh is via gonna be in school next year or is it one more year two more years oh shit okay oh yeah she's only three yeah damn for some reason i thought it was gonna be sooner but preschool starts when at five or four um, I think it technically starts at four, but preschool here, you have to qualify for it. Hmm. I don't know. She had um a little performance kind of Oh yeah. yesterday, kind of. Oh, my God. So her school that she goes to now, they were asked to perform at this like event for the city yesterday. And so <laughs> it was like... I was like so excited. Like I was kind of like choking up as she was walking up to the stage. I was like, oh my God. I didn't really know what it was. I didn't know if it was like a dance or a song. I just knew there was three. And so her teacher starts talking and she's like, we have a little something for you. And so it's like songs and there's little dances that go along with it. And she is frozen, completely frozen. And she was like kind of put in the back and there were some taller kids in front of her. And I was like, put it in front it was like and then i was like damn maybe that was on purpose maybe they knew <laughs> how she was gonna be like no well i don't even think so because her teacher afterwards was like she does way more than that in school which i know because there's glass windows that we mm-hmm. can watch like before they're like dismissed and i see her like shaking her little thing up in there so i know that she is not scared to dance i just think she had no idea what was going on and i tried to talk to her about it beforehand like you're gonna go on stage and dance with your friends and we're all gonna watch you and cheer for you she was just like what the fuck is going on she was so still would not move a muscle did she sing at all or no she's just standing there no she was just standing there and (laughs) crickets yeah one of the songs they were supposed to stomp their feet. She did do that. That was quite literally it. And then one of the songs was like, was kind of like a go and then freeze and then a go and then freeze. And my dad was there. And he was like, she's really good at the freeze part. It was so funny. <laughs> and she kept trying to walk off the stage. Like after no. every song, people would clap. And she, she, I think she thought that that was it. And so she was in the back and she kept trying to walk off the stage. And I'd be like, no, go back. You're not done. She's such an attention whore and such a ham. Like, I thought she would eat that shit up and she did not. She's also still really young. I know, but still. I was like, were there any of her, like, people in class that, like, stole the show? You know how, like, there's normally, like, one or two kids that, like, really go all out? 100%. One of her, like, really good friends that we went to the birthday party for a few weeks ago I was telling uh-huh. you about. Oh, my God. She was the star of the show i literally went to her parents afterwards and was like that girl like (laughs) that girl was a star in my one she's uh but she wasn't the only one frozen like there were there was a handful of them definitely frozen but then there were like three that were like you're the mvp like you love this shit they kept the team on their back 100 percent. via's like what the i did not sign up for those that's so funny i was like so excited (laughs) it was You're like, what the? (laughs) She was not about it, dude. So funny. As a kid, were you the extra one or were you the frozen one? I don't know. I don't feel like I had that many like performances when I was like young, young. Really? No, my mom used to say that when I played soccer that I would just like stand there and like pick my nose. (laughs) I was always the star of the show. I'd be like on stage 
like because i guess they made us do like a performance every year in elementary school and i'd be like you're singing the wrong song i can see that my elementary school didn't do that like our music class Uh you know would have a performance every once in a while and i think i was pretty okay at that but like y'all schools have like musicals and shit like that my school didn't do anything like that what in the world you know what? I bet that I was the performer because I do remember when I was in third grade, I was in a different district and we performed Rumpelstiltskin for like the kindergartners <laughs> and everybody else had their like scripts and was like reading off of their mm-hmm. scripts. I went home and made my mom run lines with me and I memorized my lines and you couldn't tell me shit. I was the hottest shit because I was the only one without my lines in front of me and I was running that show i do remember that so there's there's the answer yeah we'll see how via turns out just like if i'm gonna do this shit i'm gonna do it right I'm like, some of them are just like oh, deer in headlights yeah that was via can't move <laughs> like don't look at me i'm not here <laughs> so my dad like she's really good at the freeze part <laughs> you're right well she's gonna start soccer soon right because she's three they can play yeah we're trying to decide if we want to do soccer or like a tumbling class I don't know. That'll be interesting. Kids sports like that. That shit's so entertaining because they literally have no idea what's going on. I know. It's like fielding like cats that are just running around. She has always like low-key been interested in soccer though. Like literally when she started walking, she was like kicking soccer balls around. Like, she's always kind of had an interest in it. So maybe. Go for it, girly. But I think she'd be really good at like gymnastics and stuff too. Maybe not dance so much. <laughs> <laughs> She can try more than one. That'd be so funny. She'd be like, hold on, I got to do a performance? No. No. We really can try a lot of different things, luckily, because Preston works for the city. And so, like, all of these classes that Mm -hmm. the city has, we, like, get discounts for it. So, like, we really can try a lot of different things without it, like, costing alarm and alarm and a leg. Alarm and a leg. An arm and a leg. So. That's so exciting. Hopefully, she's more into soccer. (laughs) I don't know if the odds are going to be her thing. Yeah. I was like, okay, well. Like, mommy was a soprano and the choir, so this one's going to really sting. Get it together. (laughs) That's it on that. Thanks for catching up with us this week. I'm sorry that we had some technical difficulties last week. Sometimes that shit just really be working against us. And I don't know what to do about it. Next week, Caroline will be out of town. So we have a pre-recorded episode with Caroline and Eric that will be out. And then we'll get back on track after that. Back together. Correct? Yes. We will be back in action. Second or third week of May. Let us know if there's anything specific you want us to talk about. I feel like we kind of have just been like, like stuff's been shit. happening. And so we've just kind of been like catching up here and there. And like, I want to get back to like actually like talking about stuff and not just hanging out with each other and like recording it for an hour, which is fun for us. But I know a lot of people like when we actually talk about like specific things. So if there's anything specific that you feel like is missing, you know, people talking about and you want to hear about it, let us know because we're definitely down. Oh, once again, that's that on that. Thank you so much for being a part of my quarter life crisis. Please tell a friend to tell a friend all about my quarter life crisis. Please tag Joe Jonas in my embarrassing TikTok video because if that's what it takes for him to notice me, I don't give a fuck. You can follow us on Instagram at mycourtolifecrisis.pod. You can follow me at Addison at the Aki, E-T-E-A-K-I. And you can follow me on Instagram at caroline.clon, C-L-O-N. Until next week, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.